0: Hello and welcome to the Embodied Business Women podcast. My name's Tamara Northam. I'm a boss ass business coach, soulpreneur, and mama to one wild boy. Join me while I speak with pioneers of the present who embody their message. My mission is to bridge the gap between the masculine pillars of business and the feminine flow of life to empower you to step into your leadership in your life. You will hear from experts on everything from business strategy to clearing trauma and energetic blocks. So open your ears and your heart while my incredible guests and I take you through topics that will leave you laughing, crying, feeling triggered and everything in between. I'm your host Tamara Northam and today I have got a friend and mentor of mine with me today. The reason why I wanted to bring this gentleman on is because he's got such a plethora of knowledge around his genius and I was just having a little bit of a joke with him about how I've tried to explain what he does to so many people and people end up looking at me with this blank face like what the fuck are you talking about Tamara? So I thought why not bring him on hear it first from the man himself and yeah, we'd just love to know a little bit more about your story and how you got to where you are. So thank you for joining me, Mr. Cody McAuliffe.
1: Awesome. Amazing. Thanks for having me. Love that uh, glowing introduction. <laughs> I've got a lot to live up to. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: Love it. And I'm sure you won't disappoint either. <laughs> um, so my experience of Cody so far, so I met you probably about six months ago through the conscious leaders community and since then um oh no we didn't even meet then we've only met quite recently maybe about three months ago but you were sort of in in my vortex for the last probably six months or so and um in the last few months the things that I've been able to learn from you have absolutely changed the entire way that I operate in my business and the biggest thing is it really just gave me permission to not try and fit myself into any sort of mold and to not try and be something that I'm not and feel guilty and feel shame and question if I'm cut out for this business life because I don't fit a certain mold. And um, that was, that's was that been really empowering for me and it's been really eye-opening and liberating as well and, and helps me empower my clients as well as that to the fact that they don't have to, you know, their life, their business, how they operate—it doesn't have to look a certain way. You get to make it work for you, and there's actually science behind a lot of it as well, which is really cool. So I'll let you delve into that a little bit more. So tell us a little bit about what you do, Cody. <laughs> in a nutshell, um, if you can. <laughs> in,
1: in, in a nutshell, uh, I'm a speaker and a coach, and Uh, What I do is I coach people to optimize their performance Uh, and the way that I do that is I test their epigenetic expression to understand how their brain works differently to other people to create alignment between their biology and what they're actually looking at creating in the world. So Mm -hmm. as you kind of touched on, every single person uh, has gone through the conditioning uh, of society throughout their entire life and what happens is we create this picture of what it is to be normal and yet every single person is unique and an individual and we have certain biological drivers and needs that we need to get fulfilled um, in our body and when we can actually have them fulfilled we can just get more done in less time we can actually have more of a fulfilled life and we can actually just start to create the things that we want to create so uh, when we're doing the epigenetic testing we're determining what our uh, epigenetic gifts actually are what our genius actually is on a biological level
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that we can then just create a line between um our biology and what we're here to create in the world yeah um, one of the most common questions that people will say after that is like okay so is it like a personality profiling test um, on the surface it can look like that and what we're actually doing is we're testing people's individual epigenetic expression, so we understand the driver behind every single behavior that you have if we look at the example of exercise, each person is gonna exercise for a completely different reason based on the biological driver that that person actually needs. We might have someone who's doing it for uh, adrenaline and testosterone. They have that biological need that needs to be expressed because they have a predominance of those hormones in their body. Another person might be doing it to connect with other people. Uh, another person might be doing it to uh, be in a community and having their exercise be uh, an extension of their family. Uh, another one's going to be serotonin so it's all about the pleasure that they get from it another one's going to be vasopressin in terms of allowing them to switch off from their high-functioning brain which is where you sit uh, <laughs> tomorrow yep and then, and,
2: <laughs>
1: and then uh the dopamine driven uh person who's going to be doing exercise to be able to tick the box but then also then uh allow that to fulfill what their purpose is in life so yeah. we've got we've got a different expression for each individual person a different underlying driver but their behaviour is exactly the same yeah so, so what we're looking at doing is getting to the core understanding of who this person is and their underlying biological drivers that way we can go what's behind all of those behaviors we understand what's actually creating those behaviors and when we shift uh the alignment between the biological drivers then the behavior automatically shifts
0: yeah I think it's so powerful because you just used a very basic example of the gym, but if we apply this to every other area of our life and understand that what drives us isn't going to drive someone else, and vice versa, like if you're in a leadership position, if you've got a team in your business or you you know you're the leader of your family, whatever that looks like, what motivates you isn't necessarily going to motivate those around you, so often we can wonder why you know people why- why they can't why they don't share the same Um, vision as us and why they don't have the same determination and why they don't have the same work ethic well it's not necessarily the case it's just because you're speaking to them in a language that they don't speak and um, I think this that like understanding that was really powerful for me because like sometimes gym for example sometimes I'd really want to go and other times I wouldn't really have a, a drive to go but when I understood the correlation between what was going on in my life at that point and and because mine is a a bit of a a switch off so that I go I go in and it's almost like a meditation for me hmm. but understanding that like I don't necessarily have that driver or that need if I've gone for a walk that day or if I've actually done meditation that day the need for me wanting to go to the gym like I'm probably not going to care so much if I miss, if I skip a day here or there if that's going on in my life and I think understanding that that the that we've all got individual drivers is really powerful
1: Hmm. and that's the thing like if we go back to that uh, leadership example we can all be leaders it's just that we're going to be leaders in different ways we're just going to be a leader through the expression of what our biological needs are some people are going to be at the front some people are going to be leading from the back they're going to be supporting all the different people yeah we actually understand what our Our predominance is epigenetically in terms of that, in terms of our biology being aligned with that, that we can actually just start to create alignment between what our biology actually is doing and what it's built for and what we're actually here to create in the world. Because most of the time, society will say, right, you've got to be the leader that's got to be at the front, uh, leading the charge, all of these different things. But that's only like one form of leadership. We've got different aspects of leadership that we can start to step into and we actually know what is 100% right for us then we can actually just start to double down on that rather than going through the trial and error of guessing of do I, is this my leadership style? Is this how I should lead? Trying all yeah. these different things based on every single book because we we live in a time where information is more readily available than it ever has been, but mm-hmm. none of it's contextual. It's like this person, this worked for this person, but will it work for me?
0: Yeah.
1: And when we can test people's epigenetic expression, we can get to an instant knowing of what will work for them and what won't work for them and why. Yeah. She basically takes all the trial and error out of it and just fast tracks the process to be able to create what you're here to create in the world.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's, that's definitely how I, how I felt after working with you briefly, that it just means that I get to skip the trial and error and skip trying to figure out what works for me because it's been laid out on a silver platter for me, like go to the gym at this time, sleep at this time, do your, you know, connect, connect with other people, build relationships at these times of the day. When you're feeling this way, this is what you should do. And mm. that, that as a business owner, as a mum, as someone that doesn't really have an interest for spending time doing things that aren't going to have um, an outcome for me or a benefit that is really beneficial and i know so many people listening will be able to relate it's like we just don't have time to do the trial and error and also the thing that comes along with that often and i can speak into this because it's something that i experienced a lot so my epigenetic um blueprint is a sensor slash activator for anyone that's listening if that makes any sense to anyone but what that means is if if you were to um look into that deeper when it comes to my um Sleep times. So I, you know, my ex-partner, he was an activator through and through, like wake up super early in the morning, you know, couldn't function past 9pm pretty much. And I would always feel guilty that I was like wanting to sleep in an extra like three or four hours. And the stories would come up around like, well, maybe I'm not cut out for business. Maybe I don't have good enough work ethic and there was just this huge misalignment and it created so many stories for me about my own abilities but when I just looked at well like hang on okay well you know maybe he's super productive in the morning but you also get shit done between like 8 p.m and midnight that's like your peak time like acknowledging that that is still its own form of success as well and that that's okay it doesn't mean that I'm wrong or or anything like the the old 5am club um you know I've had so many people ask me like oh do you get up super early and you get things done really early and you know 5am club blah 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 and I'm like no no. good luck getting me out of bed before 7am honestly and you know being okay with that has been the most liberating experience because now I get to operate in a way that works for me and that suits me and that I enjoy and I'm not like forcing myself to do something that I just simply don't enjoy doing or that doesn't feel good for me.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. So thank you for gifting me with that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Amazing. And what what we notice is the majority of people are doing the right things, but at the wrong time. Yeah. And most people are completely unaware of how important doing things at the right time actually is because there are certain people who can do certain tasks at certain times throughout the day And they'll just get like twice the results that they would get if they were to do it at a different time throughout the day. Yeah. So when we can actually understand the person in front of us and what their optimal timing is, it just means we can just get so much more done in less time. And as you said, Mm. it also gives that true permission for you to actually be who you truly are rather than trying to fit the mold of what it is to be an entrepreneur, to be a mum, to be someone in society that actually adds value to the world. Like every single epigenetic expression is inherently required and when we actually understand the purpose of each one of those individual epigenetic expressions, then we can actually start to number one, give that person permission to do that, but also start to ignite like their their life force energy mm. towards what they're here to create in the world. Because most of the time they're trying to fit into that specific box that has been thrown at them by society, by their parents, by everyone else, except what their actual biology says, and we can create yeah. a line between their biology and their mission and their purpose, then everything just falls into place and just becomes easy.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think, like, for me personally, (laughs) today's a bit of a good example. So I really wanted to be productive this morning because I've got a busy afternoon this afternoon with a few appointments and stuff. So I knew that there was a few things that I wanted to achieve today that I'm not going to have time to do later. So I wanted to do them this morning. And then I was getting so frustrated with myself because it, there was just so much like resistance to doing it because my body was just like, like I went for a big walk this morning, but all my body wanted to do was like have conversations with people and connect with people and be building relationships, not sitting down, you know, working on strategic side of things like CRM and invoices and stuff. It just didn't feel good. and so what it's left me feeling is a still didn't accomplish anything this morning. And now I'm feeling frustrated because I've spent and invested all this time to try and achieve some stuff and haven't done it, which is then going to affect my energy going into the rest of the day. If I'm not aware of it now that I'm aware of it, I can shift it. But having this knowledge around your own epigenetic expression, like I knew this morning, I was just setting myself up to fail today, but I know that there that when I structure my day properly and have um, have things time blocked so that I know I'm doing I'm doing the relationship building in the morning and I'm doing all the strategy stuff later on at night and I'm doing um, things that you know like sales and training at the gym and stuff like that mid afternoon that's when like flow is great for me but on paper it's like it gets to midday and I've done nothing. But in the big scheme of things, in the macro, I'm actually super productive in that day because I'm harnessing my superpower when it's like at its peak.
1: Mm. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, we have different peaks throughout the day, which are mm. optimal for different tasks. Basically, we're just going through a specific rhythm based on the predominant hormones and the gene expression that we have, and that shifts throughout the day. So there'll be optimal times for us to to do sales. There'll be optimal times for us to to connect with people. So like Mm -hmm. between two and three o'clock, which is like this time of day, it's optimal for me to socialize with people. That's why I try and book as many coaching calls or podcasts or anything like that during this time. And then I can just set up my entire day based on that. My, in the mornings, my, my brain function is quite high. So I won't actually take any coaching sessions. I'll Mm -hmm. start coaching at like midday, midday through to like 7 PM. is just like full of coaching sessions on the days that I coach but then, before that, it's like all the marketing and all of the things happen there because that's based on how my brain works to actually get those challenging, mentally challenging tasks done, uh, so that I can just get the most out of that time. Because yeah. if you're in, if you're in business in this day and age, chances are you're time poor. So yeah. getting more av- out of every hour, out of every day, it just means that it it changes everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. So how did you get into this field of work? I know through personal. Um, my personal relationship with you that you have a personal training background so is that where it all started?
1: Yep started out in the fitness industry about 10 years ago and transitioned into uh, coaching in terms of nutrition coaching became a lecturer for Sports Nutrition Australia and when I was doing that I connected with um, uh, a guy called Dr. Cam McDonald who was bringing uh, the epigenetic testing system to Australia he was on uh, on the board with me for sports nutrition australia and basically just went through to (laughs) i went through the course to be able to connect with people uh because i thought that a lot of those people would be my target market so i didn't actually have an intention of utilizing uh it in as part of my business Uh, but basically what happened is i went there saw the power of it and basically just changed my entire business structure from then on to implement it Um, and then it's just been a core part of my business basically ever since Mm -hmm. so even though I don't necessarily work in the health and fitness space there's a lot of implications in terms of health and fitness to align with that I use it specifically to understand people's brains uh, because we can actually understand what their core biological fears actually are and uh, what their core needs are so we can actually start to coach them through those things so they can actually start to get more results as well so Mm -hmm. just understanding their driver's in terms of that, just absolutely shifts everything. So it just means that you don't have to go through the guesswork of 10, 15 coaching sessions to get to the core issue. It just means we can just get straight to it. So it's just a much faster approach. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. We love that efficiency around here, don't we? (laughs) That's
1: what it's all about.
0: Yeah. So how is, how is your newfound knowledge impacted your life?
1: uh it's just ultimately it's given me permission to actually understand who I truly am and knowing that that's actually okay so I was (laughs) there there are certain epigenetic expressions which are set up for certain things in the world and mine was not set up for education Mm -hmm. so I did really well in school uh until but the further through it went the less uh focus I became so in primary school so I'm someone who needs to move around a lot so I'm an activator so in primary school, I would be able to get enough done because I just move around, and you could just like piss off to the toilet whenever you wanted, and all <laughs> of these things. It was just much more uh, flexible. Um, yeah. Whereas in high school, there's much more rules. They're tracking everything, you're getting in trouble for everything, and you're sitting down for longer periods of time, which is not aligned with how my body works. So
2: yeah.
1: looking back now, for for years, I ultimately just made myself wrong for. Uh, how much I needed to move and how short my attention span was. Mm -hmm. And when I actually understood the purpose of that and the reason why that actually is, then it instantly just meant, holy shit, I'm actually okay just the way that I am. Mm -hmm. Because I was just trying to fit into this mold of being someone who could work for long periods of time that could get all these different things done, who could um, basically just, Study for hours and hours and hours where that just that's just not how my brain works. Yeah, when I actually understood that it just gave me true permission for me to actually be me, uh, and it also gave me permission for all of the things that I'd made myself wrong for because yeah. I started to see what the purpose of them actually was. Like, I'm <laughs> when I'm in a coaching situation, I'm quite confronting to people, yeah, uh, because I actually embrace the hostility of it, which is part of how my brain works. I've got a certain area of my brain which lights up more than other people, which means that I'm amazing at coaching people because I can get to the core issue and I'm not willing to step down with it. Whereas most coaches are going to step in a little bit, but then they step back because it's going to be really uncomfortable for the person to go right into that core wound. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I'll just step right into actually going into doing that. And in, a, in social instances, that makes me really socially uncomfortable a lot of the time and i made that (laughs) i made that wrong quite a lot because i'd see behind uh like all of the all of the things which were people were actually doing to hide what was really going on for them i'd be able to see behind that Mm. which meant that it was really uncomfortable for me in social situations but when i understood the purpose of that and what that actually created as a gift in the world it just meant that i could then utilize that double down on that and then start to actually create what I'm here to create in the world so
0: yeah I love that shift in perspective because everything everything that we perceive as you know our own challenge or that we don't necessarily like about ourselves or that we think is wrong it all serves a purpose doesn't it Hmm. we may not be aware of it but it's all all serves a purpose
1: yeah and what I notice is most of the things that we make ourselves wrong for are often some of our greatest gifts. Yeah, like we hide all of the things that we think that we shouldn't be, and sometimes that's the greatest gift. Like for for me, in that instance, it's like the greatest gift for me to be able to get the amazing results for my clients all of the time. It's the greatest gift for me to be able to consistently change and have a short attention span because I can get more done in less time in a shorter period. If I understand the purpose of that and I understand what that actually brings to the world, then I can just create alignment between what I'm doing and that. Mm-hmm. and it just becomes so much easier rather than me going holy shit i should just be able to work for for longer periods of time i should be able to get all these things done i should be less confronting for people i should be uh, more energetic more this more that when the reality is it's just like who i am uh is actually required in the world mm-hmm. and it's required of me to actually be who i truly am at my core essence and when i can actually do that then i bring my gifts to the world and i also give everyone else permission to bring their unique gifts to the world as well
0: yes yeah i love that and that is um that relates a lot and resonates with me from when you mentioned um when we chatted originally and you mentioned to me and i think it may be an activator trait but you know, we trigger people just by being ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I remember when you said that to me, I was like, oh, that hits me around the feels. Because a lot of the time, I'm like, am I too much for people? Am I, you know, should I not be speaking into this stuff? Should I not be calling people forward? Should I not be um, exposing people and calling them forward into their greatness? And, you know, because it has cost me. It's cost me relationships. It's cost me. And then, yeah, there definitely comes wisdom with when, how, and what is said to bring these things forward. But, um, yeah you know, it's cost me lots of things and it's made me doubt in the past before i was aware of how i could use this as my gift it's made me doubt um who i am and if that's right and you know make as you're saying making myself wrong for it and making it mean something that it doesn't mean that you know All the stories that I'm not compassionate and that I don't care about people's feelings and things like that. And I know that none of it is true, but those stories would still play out because of the evidence that was playing out in my life. But when I heard it, the way you phrased it to me when we spoke was that, well, yeah, like I can't deny being me. And that's true. I just trigger the shit out of people just by being me. And if I'm not being me, how am I serving people by not being authentic? So that was huge for me a huge permission piece so if there's anyone that's listening that thinks that there's things about yourself that haven't been useful you have them for a reason like they're your they're your traits and they're part of who you are for a reason so how can you utilize them so that they are there to serve and i've definitely learned a lot um you know in the last few years about wisdom and how to how to do things in a more loving way. That's probably been my biggest lesson because as a sensor, I'm very like black and white. So that mixed with an activator, it's like, yep, you'll call people forward, but sometimes not in the most loving way. And learning that is wisdom, but still being true to myself and honoring what is real for me and honoring who I am as a person is the most important thing. Because at the end of the day, that's how we empower people fully is by being our true selves, I believe.
1: Yeah, amazing, and part of that with with you is you're in you're in both of the sections that trigger people the most. The sensors do that based <laughs> on communicating truth, based on data, but then also activators do that as well. Um, but it's based on how they feel, so it's mm-hmm. more it fluctuates mm-hmm. a little bit more. Mm. Uh, so
2: lucky it's interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, lucky you. Um, it's always interesting to see like a sensor activator dynamic because. Uh, It's all about truth for both of them and it it changes the way that it is. And what happens is a lot of other people aren't willing to say uh, what activators and sensors will actually say, which means that they're unwilling to look at those things in themselves, which is why the triggering actually occurs. It's just something that's been activated in the other person. Yeah. Uh, And I I love um, one of the coaches that I work with says this all the time. It's like, we can't actually uh, hurt people.
0: Mm, Yeah
1: they can just hurt themselves on us. Yeah. And when we look at every single person, every single person has a certain amount of triggering. And the reason why that it, it shows up most for sensors and activators is, uh, the unconscious fears that we have. So the unconscious fear of the, um, sensor is the fear of being hurt. Mm -hmm. Uh, and with the activator, it's driven by, uh, this fear of not being good enough, which is filtered through right and wrong. So they're always trying to do the right thing. And what that means is they're trying to do the right thing because if they do the wrong thing, someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. And when you've got the combination that you do of having those two mechanisms of hurt, it instantly just means that like that very much triggers other people. But then the way that you operate in the world uh, is based on just managing those two variables. Yeah. So when we actually understand what that is, and we understand, okay, this is this is the thing that's going to trigger me the most as well. It's like uh, the fear of being hurt. Then I can actually just start to go, okay, I notice that that's coming up. And when I'm when I'm acting from my wounding, then I'm going to act in a way which is not really how I want to act in the world. So if we understand what that is, it's like, okay, I'm I feel in this moment like I'm going to act from this place. How about I just take a step back and understand, okay, that's just something which has just been activated in me. How can I start to shift out of that?
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: So when we have that understanding of what our our unconscious fears are, it's really our core unconscious fears Mm
2: -hmm.
1: uh, because everyone's still going to have a mechanism that's not good enough. Everyone's going to have a fear of hurting people. It's what's the core one. What's the one that's right at the core essence of everything, which everything starts to layer over the top of when we actually understand what that is, we can just move much faster through any process to actually understand what that is. Um, Mm -hmm. And that just allows us to actually embody who we are. Yeah. That's the core essence of It's like when we can actually embody who we are, I can actually understand who we are at our core essence biologically rather than what we've been conditioned to be. Mm. It just shifts everything in our life. Yeah. We can actually just have that true permission to be who we truly are at our core essence. And that just means that the embodiment of who we are is what is actually required in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen to that. That's what we're all about around here is that embodiment that, you know, just unapologetically being who you are and who you were put on this earth to be and sharing the message and the mission and the gifts that were bestowed upon you and no one else.
2: Hmm. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's that's ultimately what it's all about. We all have something which is required of us to bring into the world. Mm-hmm. And it's always this unique expression that only we can bring to the world. We have a certain biological expression that we have but that we also have an experiential expression as well so we have certain experiences that only we've experienced in the world which is completely unique we have a unique body and we bring those two things together our experiences and our body then we instantly start to create an understanding of what our life's purpose actually is
2: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and when we look when we're looking at that we're looking at what what is the theme of that what is the flavor of that it's not like my job can't be or well, my business can't be my life's purpose. That could be an expression of it. What yeah. we're really looking at is what is the flavor of that? Yeah. And we understand what our biological and epigenetic expression is, we can understand what flavor of that is. So we can actually just start to create an entire reality based on that. And then that's how we just bring our unique gifts to the world.
0: Yes, I love that. Because at the end of the day, our body, our brain, everything that we use to operate – is it's a vehicle it's our car that we're driving to our destination our our life's purpose our soul's mission is the destination i guess so to speak and how we get there you know you may have a diesel car you may have a petrol car you may ride an electronic bike each of those requires something different to 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 energize it and to fuel it so yeah yeah Yeah, powerful stuff
1: yeah, and when we, when we can understand what our biological and epigenetic expression is, we actually start to see the purpose of it. Uh, and what that creates is this, this deep level of alignment and fulfillment of what we're here to create in the world. Um, and we start to own all of the parts of us that we've disowned based on mm-hmm. what society has said. So yeah. uh, a common one is like people with there, – there's a certain section – of people, especially women, that will have, have body image issues
2: mm. genetically. Yeah,
1: and when they can actually work through those and actually integrate those parts of them, then they instantly start to create what they're here to create in the world. If mm-hmm. it's on the other side of the spectrum, where the people are less focused on body image, they're more focused on how their brain works. Then they can actually start to see the purpose in that. Every single person has something that they make wrong about themselves,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is part of their greatest gift. Yeah, And when we can recontextualize it from being something which is abnormal to being the gift that it is, we can actually start to see the purpose of every aspect of who we are. Every, yeah. every person has something biologically that they hate about themselves. Yeah, And when we can actually start to see the purpose of something, the hate just disappears and all that we're left with is peace.
0: Yeah. And how liberating does that sound? <laughs> I don't know about you guys. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure everyone listening would have just learnt so much and just, just know if you are listening, it's it's such an empowering process, understanding your own individual operating system and not buying into the bullshit of what you should be doing and how it should look and you know you need to be sleeping at these times and you need to exercise at these times and if you're not waking up with the sun then you're a failure and if you're not starting your day at three forty-five, then are you even committed to your mission like don't buy into all that bullshit it's, you don't need to it's not um it's a very old way of thinking and we've got so much new evidence and this like <sighs> I know this word's a bit of a buzzword at the moment, but the whole like conscious entrepreneurship is understanding that you are unique. You are no one else. So wouldn't that mean that you come with your own operating manual, that it's not a one size fits all like that just makes sense. Right? So understand that you get to play this game of life, however the heck you want and however works for you. So at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about living in full alignment with you, your body, your soul, your mission, and not getting up at the crack of dawn if you don't bloody well want to. <laughs> yeah,
1: 100%. Uh, yeah. And, and part of that as well is, like, there's a lot of things that we've gotten to the point where we've just told ourselves that that's just the way that it has to be.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I have a client um, that used to be uh, an Olympic-level swimmer mm-hmm. who is a... Technically, she's someone who works better at night. Uh, but when you've been swimming for thirty years and getting up the crack of dawn, you start to think you're a morning person. Yeah. Because you've just lived your it's entire life based on that. Yeah. yeah. And yet, that same person would go through every six months would go through a burnout phase.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And as soon as we started to, sh- <laughs> as, soon as we started to shift that of just well, you got to swim twice a day. Okay, just do a mid morning session and then a nighttime session everything started to shift and she hasn't had chronic burnout since. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that understanding of what is right for you uh, outside of what you've been conditioned into. And yeah. Part it's like of, a
2: deconditioning. Part really of the
1: limitation. Really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really. That's pretty much all it is. It's understanding <laughs> what is actually right for us and just removing yeah. all society's conditioning. Yeah. It's just removing all of the, the proverbial clothes that we've started to put on based on societal conditioning and just actually truly being our proverbial naked self and seeing the gifts that is in that.
2: You.
0: you there? Mm. Okay, there we go. Got you back. <laughs> um, yeah, totally agree, totally agree. And if anyone wants to learn more about epigenetics, about what you do, about how you may be able to help them, whether it's in their business in their um in their careers in their family life how can they contact you what can they do to be in your vortex uh
1: the best way is just to be able to join my facebook group which is the superhuman society so i believe that every single person has uh superhuman abilities that they can start to tap into when they can create alignment between their biology their experiences and their life's purpose so i can see a world where everyone can start to unlock their superhuman abilities. So I've created a superhuman society Facebook group. That's one of the the, the best places to be able to find me or just on social media. Uh, I'm on all social media uh, and my handle is at the Cody McAuliffe.
0: Beautiful. I'll put, I'll put your handles in the show notes as well so that people can find you easily. Definitely learn from this man. Um, yeah. Like I said, literally shifted the entire way that I, operate in my business and removed a lot of guilt around what it should look like. And just, yeah, empowered me to do me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Thanks for the opportunity to be able to share to your audience. It's amazing to be able to see people like you uh, spreading your message and allowing other people to share their message as well. So appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Cody. I really appreciate that. Um, And thank you for joining me. It's really an honor to have such heart centered, people that are so committed to their mission in such huge amounts around me like so grateful for all the people in my in my space and grateful for you thank you for coming on thank you and yeah everyone listening hope you have a fab rest of your day uh go give cody a follow at his social media handles i'll put them in the show notes as mentioned and yeah keep crushing it see you later